I'm I'm at a better place. I'm happy. I have my children, and they just bring me a lot of joy and happiness. And beating helped me heal with depression that I was in. It's just it's just a good feeling. I I'm back to being me. I'm back to being normal. First People's Fund presents the Collective Spirit Podcast. The Collective Spirit moves each of us to stand up and make a difference, to pass on ancestral knowledge, and simply extend a hand of generosity. The Collective Spirit Podcast features Native artists and culture bearers who discuss the power of Indigenous art and culture. My name is Thomas Edward Stilway. I am from the Red Lake Nation of Minnesota. The district I live in is Ovashing. That is the Panema district. I do beadwork. My specialty is Ojibwe beadwork. I grew up on the Pawa Trail with my family. We were never ever home. My grandmother, my mother, and my dad, they start doing beadwork. I have two brothers and three sisters and they start doing beadwork for all our family and I just love the Palo Trail. I love beadwork. So I start getting into it because they were doing it all the time. And I asked my mother to show me how to do it so she started showing me how to do beadwork and then it just took off from there and I was probably about 12 or 13 years old. And my grandmother, Jane Whitefeather, she drew all my patterns for me. And but then when she passed away, I had to do it on my own. So all my drawings and stuff are original. And I did a lot of studying on bandelier bags just to see how the flow of the vines and flowers and everything that connects. And so I have my own style and I'm really happy with it. And a lot of people are happy with it. I'm involved in the Medellin ceremonies that we have here at our community. I am a sixth degree Medellin, and it goes up to eighth degree. Just taking part in all our ceremonies that we have here for our community. I'm an elder now. I'm 55 years old. 56. I'll be 56 in October. So I try to encourage my my children now to do this too, to keep our traditions live here in Obashing. My mom just recently passed away and I was in a depression. I couldn't do my beadwork. My kids were going to school. It was very depressing here at home. Finally, the weekend came. I woke up early, but I wake up early every day. And I was just happy. I was happy my kids were home. My depression went away and I felt like creating something. Creating something. So I started to do my beadwork again. And I'm currently working now on this great big humongous bag that Dojo Boys were known for to make. And I have drew out my pattern. I start doing it and I am. Currently now doing butterflies on it, and hopefully when I get done with that, I could start my background on it and be done with it. And a couple months here, I should be done with it. 
I could hear my mother's voice in my head guiding me because I would always ask her for advice on colors and she always told me to use black and white for my vines because that's something that Chipotle's use on their beadwork and I've seen other people work where they have used other colors. I go off from the black and white and use another color and then my mom, I could hear her voice telling me just use black to be on a white that white background so i i did that i'm doing that i did that already and it's just inspiring our it's just a great feeling to do it and i've been having beating circle here in our community and now i'm doing them in bemidji because we have bleach lake there's this right there and then white earth is right there and then we're right here red lake and i have all kinds of People that come to my classes and learn and do beadwork, sit around and visit. I'm meeting a lot of new artists and get inspired by their work. And, and they get inspired by me. It's, it's really great. It's great. It's a great thing that's going on. That was when my mom passed away. And now I'm at, I'm at a better place. I'm happy. I have my children and... They just bring me a lot of joy and happiness and beating helps me heal with this depression that I was in. It's just, it's just a good feeling. And I, I'm back to being me. I'm back to being normal. It's been great. I was applying for these grants. I got the region two council had this Anishinaabe grant for $5,000. And I, this lady that works there heard about me. She contacted me and she came and seen me. She wanted to meet me because I guess a lot of people were talking about me. So then she started talking about this grant and she told me to apply for it. So I did and here I won it. I was the first person to win that grant. So then from there, I applied for the Florida Historical Society. And I guess I was in the top picking, but I didn't get selected for it. Somebody else won it. But, um... Then the peer, she brought up the first people's fund. So then we started applying for them once and I've got some grants there too. For, um, beating supplies and just to continue my work cause beads are expensive and like to buy the shiny expensive beads. And being on the Apollo trail. There's these certain vendors that I would go buy beats from, and I've, I've made friendships with them, and they start selling their beats to me at a really cheap price, so that's how I got my beat collection going. And now they still have like some of the price takes on them, and I just chuckle at them because they're like a dollar, two dollars. 250, 249, and I just chuckle when I see people um, post their beadwork and they say they have vintage beads. And all that's when I have vintage beads because of my, because of the prices on them. It's crazy. It's funny. When I do my beadwork and it's time consuming and it takes a long time to do, but when you get done with it, everything's neat and tight and the product looks really good and I'm, I'm happy with the outcome. 
that's the way my mom and my grandmother did their beadwork, and they've never ever complained. I've never seen them complain about when they would do their work, of how long it takes. And so I don't do that either. I just, I just go, keep going, beating, and and eventually it gets done. We had the family tree that goes back to a hundred years. Our roots here in Babashin, and my great great grandmother was known for her Ojibwe work, and then now my grandmother Jane was known for her Ojibwe work, and my mother and my dad, and then now me. So I wanna, I wanna be known as that too in our family tree. But I, you know, I do this and I accomplished it, and and yeah, I think that's great. I'm a part of this. The Collective Spirit Podcast is produced by First Peoples Fund, whose mission is to honor and support Indigenous artists and culture bearers through grant-making initiatives, culturally rooted programming, and training and mentorship. Learn more at firstpeoplesfund.org.